Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. You're listening to Geek This, the pop culture podcast with minimal nerd rage. Hey, welcome to the show. My name's Dave Clements, and this is a podcast where we talk about pop culture. We talk about comic books, movies, TV shows, all of that kind of stuff. Well, we're going to jump into TV slash movies in today's episode because I want to talk about Breaking Bad. If you have not watched Breaking Bad, I personally think that you're missing one of the greatest shows to have ever been on television. If you're unfamiliar with any of Breaking Bad, here's kind of a brief history. So, it originally aired back um, in 2008 on AMC. It ran for five seasons. Uh, season five ended on September 29th, 2013, and it tells the story of Walter White, who is this depressed high school chemistry teacher, and he gets diagnosed with stage three lung cancer. And of course, you know, this has a, a huge impact on his family and everybody that he comes in contact with and he gets the idea that maybe it would be a good idea financially even though it's risky to start cooking and selling methamphetamine with a former high school student of his named Jesse and that's about all I'm going to tell you if you haven't watched the show. That's about all you need to know going into it. But you should definitely watch it. You can watch all five seasons on Netflix right now. And the reason I'm bringing Breaking Bad up right now is because they just released a full-length movie on Netflix called El Camino, which picks up right after season five of Breaking Bad ends. So, in this episode, there are going to be some spoilers for Breaking Bad, El Camino, and I want to talk a little bit about Better Call Saul, which is a spinoff of Breaking Bad that focuses on one of the characters. So, that said, um, if you haven't seen Breaking Bad, skip this episode, go watch it. It's a fantastic show. It's, It's edgy, for sure. There are, you know... It is not family-friendly, if that's something that you're concerned about, but it is definitely one of the best TV shows um, as far as writing, production. I mean, every aspect 
of that show is so good. So telling you now, go watch it. There's going to be spoilers. So I know that I really, when, when I talk about Breaking Bad, I cannot convey how good of a show it is to people. Um, it's just, I just can't. It's, it's one of those things that I can tell you how good I think it is, but until you go watch it, you're never going to fully understand its brilliance. And I think one of the reasons that Breaking Bad is so good is because Vince Gilligan, who created and produced the show, he had so much input and he's a very creative guy. Um, he wants things to make sense in, in a real world as much as possible. Like there are some things that happen in the, you know, throughout the series that, you know, maybe they're not super believable, but it's believable in the world that has been created and they develop like from moment one. And it's such an intriguing show that the cliffhangers are very good. Brian Cranston is fantastic as Walter to watch him struggle with, you know, do I, do I focus on my business? Do I focus on my family? Um, am I really doing this now, you know, like halfway through the series? Am I doing this for my family or am I doing it because I want to become a drug Lord? You know, like you, you get to watch some great character development and, and one of the, the characters, main characters, Jesse Pinkman played by Aaron Paul, he is, he's a very conflicted character and he's very fun to watch grow throughout five seasons. When you meet him, he's just kind of this punk thug kid who, you know, he's a drug dealer. He, he makes meth with chili peppers, you know, chili powder in it. And like, he doesn't know what he's doing, but he knows that people like the meth that he makes and it makes him a, a good amount of money. And you get to meet some of his friends, Badger, Skinny Pete, and just some other interesting characters along the way. But for me, and I've said this before on the podcast, characters are what drive the story. And I think if you have bad characters, it makes your story less so. And... And it's kind of vice versa. If you have a bad story and good characters, well, at least you have a character movie that doesn't make sense and everybody wants to poke a bunch of holes in. But Breaking Bad is is overall just a very good, well-thought-out show. And one of uh, Wendy, my wife, one of our favorite things about Breaking Bad is this... This way that Vince Gilligan and the directors and producers and editors of the show and even the, the actors, how they start to tie in these ends, like something will happen in an episode and there's not necessarily any payoff for it until a couple of episodes later or sometimes even a season or more later. And so you have to pay close attention 
when you're watching this show. It's, it's not one of those things where you can be on your phone goofing off while watching this. You have to pay full attention. And in a world where I would say the majority of us have a smartphone or device that we can look at and pay more attention to than we probably need to while watching TV, I think that's what is another aspect that makes Breaking Bad perfect. So, Breaking Bad ended, like I said, in 2013, five seasons. Um, Season five was kind of interesting because it was a shorter season, and they split it in half, I think. Um, I can't remember the full situation there. But I watched it, and I loved it, and I've loved every moment of Breaking Bad. Uh, Some very hard stuff to watch at times, but still such a good show. And I know, I keep gushing over it, but I can't help it. I'm geeking out about it. That's the point of the show. Or at least, you know, my show. Not necessarily Breaking Bad, but my show. After Breaking Bad ended, they did a spinoff, which was a prequel series called Better Call Saul. And it focused on Bob Odenkirk's character, Saul Goodman, who you find out as um, Better Call Saul begins, his real name is James McGill or Jimmy McGill. And I binge watched and I don't binge watch stuff very often, typically because I don't have time. And recently I've had a little bit more time to watch and, and binge watch some things. So I sat down and I watched this show. Three seasons are available on Netflix. I do believe that they're on season four um, on AMC right now. And just kind of checking my notes here. Uh, oh, okay. So season four is over and the it's been renewed for a fifth season. So it's supposed to go. Yeah. Season four was in 2018 Season five will premiere in 2020. So it's like they took a a year off. Interesting. So anyway, back to Better Call Saul. It is um, a show that where you're watching Jimmy McGill become Saul Goodman uh, a a little bit at a time. And it's it's been very interesting because it's it's different. Breaking Bad would be considered a dark comedy. Uh, it was a crime drama. But while Better Call Saul has some of those aspects, it's also a legal drama. There's, you know, you have lawyers involved and and a lot of conversations around being a lawyer and a lot of legal jargon. So it, it has like, you know, that it's in the same world of Breaking Bad and the the creators of that show, Vince Gilligan and Peter Gould, they did a really good job of bringing in like storylines and characters that you recognize from Breaking Bad and weaving it in and out of Better Call Saul. And this is supposed to take place six years before but you're also seeing events where like as the seasons progress you're seeing it get closer and closer and closer to Jimmy becoming Saul and you see a lot of 
the same characters. You get to meet um, Tuco Salamanca. You meet Hector Salamanca. You meet Nacho, who was um, I don't I don't think he was in Breaking Bad for very long as a character. Uh, Nacho Varga is what his name is, um, because he um, I can't remember. But Nacho, basically, he he is the right-hand man for Gus Fring, who ends up being one of Walter White's uh, arch enemies in Breaking Bad. And it, it's it's such a cool way that they have fishtailed everything together. And, I mean, it kind of reminds you of kind of like an MCU-style thing. Um, but they put the story in the characters first. It's not about making sure that, Oh, we've got to make sure that, um, this character shows up or it it feels natural when these characters show up, you go, okay, well, what are they here for? How does this work with what's going on now? And the acting is phenomenal. The story characters, all of it, 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 it's, is, is very, very good. Uh, one of my favorite characters from better call Saul has been uh jimmy mcgill's brother chuck who's played by michael mckeon and you might know michael mckeon from this is spinal tap uh which is one of the best mockumentaries i've ever seen it's over the top very silly um but you might you might recognize him from that but I, I love this character because you see this character develop and as much as he doesn't like his brother, Jimmy, he you see him become a lot like his brother as the seasons progress and and you find out that something's wrong with his mental state. And it's very, very cool to I don't know. Everything just ebbs and flows in just this perfect way. And I will say that Better Call Saul starts out slow, but I think Breaking Bad did too. And all of this, watching Breaking Bad, watching Better Call Saul, that leads us to... El Camino, which is a movie that was, it was released on Netflix and um, a couple of theaters also released it. And at the end of season five, we see Jesse Pinkman after going through all of this trauma with Walt who dies. I told you there would be spoilers. Walt dies at the end of season five Jesse uh, is freed from these Nazi, um, this Nazi prison, kind of. He's been held against his will. He finally makes it out alive. And that's where season five ends, is with Jesse driving off into the night, crying, screaming that he's free. And that's, that's where it stopped. And now years later you know six years later we get a we get the story of what happened to jesse after he drove off that night after walt died after you know walt 
killed all of these Nazis with his robot machine gun. And for me, you know, recently I've been invested in this world watching Better Call Saul. And I'm remembering a lot of things that happened with Breaking Bad. And actually, I started watching Better Call Saul before I even knew that El Camino was coming out. So it was, it was fate, I guess, if you want to call it. And for me, I, I always liked the character of Jesse. He was a little over the top for me, but... He was one of those characters that while you were watching Walt go through what he was going through, you realize that everything that he went through, Jesse had to go through something equally or more traumatic. You know, Jesse, this girl that he falls in love with, uh, she chokes on her own vomit because, you know, Walt chooses not to save her. And you see how that affects Walt and Jesse's relationship with each other. And I mean, walking or watching Breaking Bad, you really feel bad for Jesse. And when he drives off, you're like, man, I hope he gets what he deserves as far as, you know, redemption, because he's not a bad character. He's, he's lost. He's a little stuck and yeah, he's done some illegal things, but he's not a bad character. There is a lot of good in his heart and you are rooting for him throughout the show to be better, to, to leave Walt, to help Walt, like all of this stuff. And El Camino starts out and it picks, it picks up. Uh, there's like a, a brief scene with um, Jesse and Mike, who was kind of a, he was kind of a, a he used to be a, a beat cop, but he was also kind of like Saul's cleaner, head of security, hitman, PI kind of guy. And there's just this brief conversation between him and Jesse and then you just dive right back into the world and Jesse is crying, uh, screaming, driving away from this Nazi uh, stronghold, I guess, if that's what you want to call it, this headquarters. And, and, and he, he, he finds Badger and Skinny Pete and asks for their help. And throughout the whole movie, you're not really sure what he's looking for and then he find i don't want to ruin everything but it's been years since we've watched this so there's a lot of things that i had to try and guess and remember and okay you know how does this fit with what he's doing now and who's this person have we met this person did this scene actually exist or did they add it from Jesse's memory and we just don't know about it, things like that. And as El Camino ends, I have to say that I was very, very happy with all of it. I mean, I don't think you could have asked for a better story. I think a lot of people wanted more action. I know Wendy and I, we talked after watching it and she was like, it was good. I just wish there was more. And I think that shows 
how good of a television series Breaking Bad was, that you just want more of this world. You want more of the characters. You you want to know what happens, and you want to make sure that everything turns out fine. And I have to applaud Vince Gilligan and the entire team for every show. From Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, El Camino... I, I have to, you know, applaud them for doing such a great job and investing so much time, money, and, and, you know, a big thing is the time that they've spent writing for these characters and developing this world that when you, when you step back and you look at it as a whole, makes so much sense and works so well together and is just wonderful to watch. And even though I've just watched everything, uh, I, I need to rewatch breaking bad. I think we got to season two or season three before we just kind of had other things to watch, but like, it makes me want to go back and watch it again and, and figure out where all the pieces of better call Saul fit in. Like, yes, it takes place before, but what are the character paths of Nacho and Tuco and Hector? And like, how do they all play in together and weave in and out of each other's story? And how does that lead to El Camino? And it's really, really cool. So I'm, I'm done geeking out about Breaking Bad and all of its, I don't know what you want to call them, spinoffs maybe, or sequels, prequels, whatever. Just the Breaking Bad universe, <laughs> if that's what you want to call it. It was such a good show. The The main show had a great run. Better Call Saul is having a really good run. I'm excited for season five. And El Camino was a fantastic bookend. And if there is nothing else in this world, I'm very happy I'm content. Uh, I would always love more, but if Vince Gilligan said, no, we're, we're not going to do any more, then we're done. And I'm happy with it. I, I think that he and his team and the writers are just awesome. And it is by far one of the best shows to have ever hit TV. So if you get a chance, please go check it out. It's on Netflix. Um, everything is on Netflix actually right now. Um, except for season four of Better Call Saul. Hopefully that'll show up soon. But uh, that's it. That's me geeking out on Breaking Bad. It's been a long time coming, and I guess I'm glad I waited this long. So if you have not already, please subscribe to the show, and more episodes are on the way, trying to get things going again. And I appreciate you listening to this episode over a hundred more episodes over at geekthispodcast.com so you can go check them out and that'd be really cool let me know what you think of this video or geez video this is not video this is audio i know better than that good grief i've been watching too much youtube lady lately all right i will talk to you guys later thanks so much for listening hopefully there will be a new episode sooner than you know march to october <laughs> All right. Thank you guys yet again.
Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.